We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Ah, oh, what an hour radio. You got ahead for you, kids. Uh, we got Brandon Graham coming up in one second. Then we have, I'm dropping this big bomb. This is a big, big information bomb. All right. On the game on uh, Saturday night. No one's got this yet, Al. I got it. All right. And then we got Reed Didiger in studio to take an early look at what we're going to say. Nice. But on the line right now, the Brandon Graham call-in, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looks so good. Ladies and gentlemen, our hero, Brandon Graham. Hi, Brandon. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Brendan, four days before the game. Just describe what you're feeling right now. Let me let me put this work in so okay. I can be ready for Saturday. All right, but, but <laughs> you're an emotional guy. What are you feeling? What are you feeling right now? Really, you know what? What I'm feeling is I don't care what we did before. It's all about what we do now. And today is the day. It's, it's the start of it. And we got four days. Four days to make sure we prepare because, you know, they ain't going to lay down for us, and, and we for sure better put our best foot effort. I mean, best foot forward like we did last time and make sure that we, uh, you know, just make sure that we take care of business. So, man, my biggest thing to the team is just be us and make sure that you don't take no, take no days lightly. Right. Good, good advice. There were six playoff games over the past uh, three days, Brandon. How many did you watch? All of them. I watched oh. all of them. I was in, I was in game mode, man. It's, it felt good to see the difference from a regular season game to, you know, you gotta have it. To, you gotta have it, and you know, you see what how these teams, you know, it, you gotta go all the way through, all the way through the game. Were you rooting for the Cowboys last night? <laughs> man, you already know. You know that answer, man. <laughs> no, I want you want another <laughs> shot at him, right, Brandon? I mean, definitely, I can see, I can see that in our future. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we got to take care of business this week. You know, that's the thing. We can't look past. But I still, um, you know, was watching the game. They played good last night. I got to take my hats off to them. They played good. You know, we got to make sure we play better. All right. Let, let's talk about when you're watching the Giants beat the Vikings. What kind of problems does Daniel Jones cause because he can throw and run? What's that like? I think he got that confidence, you know. At quarterback, you got to be confident, and he's not—he's not, he's not uh, scared to, you know, test the waters with running in. Um, you know, what, what what they call them, Danny Dimes, dropping yeah. them dimes. So you know, I think that, um, yeah, man, we got to make sure that we 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 get get after him, hit him a little bit. You know, Minnesota, they 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 hit him a couple times, but they didn't get to him as much as um, you know that you, that you need to get to a quarterback to kind of get him off his spot. But, um, yeah, I think that, uh, man, for us, we got to make sure we just take care of our game plan, carry out our game plan on what we do, and, and trust the guys in the back, and, and we got to trust each other. Brandon, i got to ask you more about that. I've heard that so many times in, over the years. So you're early in the game, and you get a clean shot at the quarterback, and you hit him good. Can you tell after that he's playing the game differently? Oh, yeah, because you know. Them, them boys taking hits. You know, sometimes you might hit them in a place where you didn't know that you hurt them, and he don't want to show that he hurt, uh, but you know he felt it because of how 
he got what we call it getting bounced. That's why people don't get they they get penalized for the weight that you get pushed on because you you do um, you know hurt them guys. I mean, you see a lot of what Jalen got. What happened with him? You know, he got bounced. That's what we call uh, where somebody jumped on him, made a tackle, and you know his whole body landed on you. You kind of get you bounce off the ground a little bit. You know, and that young dude care take a toll on you. Man, and you have played a lot of playoff games. How different is it from the regular season? Man, it's so it's so different because everything matters. I mean, it all matters during the season, but it's it's even more amplified now. I mean, when you see a team though, uh, like the Chargers, who had five turnovers and and still lose a game, man, it's just like, who you got to make sure you take full advantage of those opportunities when you get them. Like you know what I'm saying, and and, and they got them early. Uh, they got they they got them turnovers early, but they got to make sure you finish the game in these uh, playoff games because man, even Doug Doug came back and you seen how that game went, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you just got to have that belief and you got to trust each other and and all the whole the whole situation. Well, I, I got to ask you about Doug because I I was thrilled at what happened. That comeback was unbelievable. You played for him. Were you happy for him, Brandon? What were you feeling when you saw him come back? I was happy for him, man, because uh, you know I, I I love Doug, love love everything that he brought to Philly. Um, of course, you know we always gonna root root for our individual guys, especially guys that we you know mess with. And you know Doug was one of them, man, because Doug was cool. Uh, he always was real. I mean, you see how even killed he was even after they won. You know what I'm saying? He's always been. He's always the same guy. So man, I can root for somebody like that always. All right, I got a dilemma. I need your help on this. Uh, the game before yours is Doug Peterson versus Andy Reid. Who should I root for? Which e- former Eagles coach should I root for, Brandon? You've played for both. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you all here, so go ahead, go Andy Reid. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Come on, you met Doug, right, Brandon? <laughs> no, I like both of them. I, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you've been around for a long time, and Andy Reid was here for a long haul for you. Uh, with you ups and downs, I'm sure of you going at them and, and and then giving them praise a little bit, then going at them when they didn't win the Super Bowl. No, but uh, it was all downs, know. Brandon. There were no ups. It was all downs. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I got to go with Doug then, since you had one had one one uh, one year. He gave you a year. Thank you. You talked me into it, Brandon. Let's talk about the fans and how they can help your team on Saturday night. They also feel the extra excitement of a playoff game. What does it mean to you guys on the field when the fans are into the game really loud? Man, it, it lets us. It just gives us that atmosphere that we that we uh, accustomed to knowing. You know, uh, in the playoffs, because man, it's a spirit. It's a spirit that you feel. It's a pulse that you feel in that game. Man, it's gonna be a point in that game where we making plays and they going crazy and. You can just tell that, you know, everybody's firing, uh, firing high. And, man, we're going to need all that energy. I'm excited uh, to be able to, you know, host home games at, um, in the playoffs uh, in Philly. And, man, we're going to make sure we, we defend it. I just got one last thing, Brett. It's a hard question to ask, but I got to ask you because you've been, you've been here 13 years and you've given us everything you could possibly give to this city. When you go out of the field knowing that your contract is up at the end of the year, do you ever look around and wonder if this might be your last game as an eagle? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm so I'm so focused on what we're gonna do this year. I'm just trying to finish the deal and then we'll worry about it. I ain't in it. you know, it crossed my mind in the beginning of the season, but now that we in it, man, I I, I really just 
be just like, man, let, let me take care of this business, and then we can talk after the, afterwards. Makes sense. Brandon, you know we're all pulling for you. One guy I can count on in a big moment is Brandon Graham. Brandon, thank you for doing this, and good luck Saturday night. Appreciate you. Let's go. The great Brandon Graham. He sounds ready, Al. Yep. He watched every game all the way through. And, uh, you know, he's not intimidated. You could hear how t- he's ready. No, they got a better team. He knows it. He's done this a long time. Yeah. He's fresh, too. Years. He's fresh. He is fresh. Yep. That's a big deal, it's right, Josie? It's a Jonesy? major deal. Not Since playing the NFL. for two weeks, right? That, yeah, that you helps earn you. that buy, and that's the reason. If you look at the Giants, they just played Sunday night. This yeah. is a, a beat major up. benefit for the Eagles. They are healthy. They are ready to go. And the giant season will end. They play. Do you know, you know that the most comfort I have received since the weekend were the comments this morning by Keith Jones. Right. Jonesy's confidence, his absolute confidence. Rhea's giving me the finger right now. Rhea, all due respect, you never played. He's yeah, a all player. All due respect for He's two days, I've been telling you to stop being but, afraid. But this guy here, yeah. he was in the wars. Yeah. He was hitting bodies at stop. Yeah. Right, Jonesy? I don't remember. That's right. why. I think that's that's very good. Who did I pick right. for this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get a call in. I'm going to drop this bomb in a second now. All right. And then. you're all Oof. going to be really, really excited. This okay. gave me as much confidence as Josie has this morning. Should we alert good. the media? I would. Okay. He's got a, the whole team for Somebody call it. Somebody call Rhea. the Philadelphia media <laughs> to be ready for the bomb I will drop All about right. the game on Saturday night. Okay. But John from Philly's up now. Let's hear what he's got. Hi, John A. Hey, good morning, everybody. How we doing? We are nervous. I'm nervous, John, but I'm excited. I can't wait. I wish it was now. Listen, there's no reason to be nervous. I mean, you know, you look at this game that the Giants played against Minnesota on Sunday, and – you kind of you kind of compare that to a, uh, a carnival mirror. Like Minnesota's not that good. Hmm. Their defense was ranked 31st. They gave up almost as many points. You know, like the point differential was almost even, and then and yet they were 13 and four. So, I mean, they look good, but you got to compare. They look good against a defense that's terrible. I mean, you know, I'm not worried about this. I think we match up well against the Giants. I think our secondary can shut them down. I think with uh, Sue, the addition of Sue and Joseph, we can stuff the run. Yeah, I really don't think there's any reason to be nervous in this game. All right. You, like Josie, you think this will be a fairly easy victory? Hmm. Yeah, so I do think it's going to be an easy victory. All right. Sounds good, John. It sounds like you're the kind of guy that if we put in the stands, you would be very vocal. What is the word to describe your emotions four days before the game? Unruffled. Unruffled out. Put that down. Al's the judge because he feels no emotion ever. Ugh. Joe's on the line. Are you going to dispute that? What? That you feel no emotion? I don't really care. You, <laughs> that, just, that just proved it. He doesn't it. care to dispute it. It, it just proved it. It yes, just proved it. Al. He is apathy impersonated. I always argue with my cousin over who could care less. <laughs> who won? <laughs> with a tie. He doesn't care. <laughs> Joe's on the line from Clayton. Hi, Joe. Angelo, Angelo, relax. This yep. is going to be okay. You, I you, got a lot on the line. I could be unemployed in two weeks. Angelo, I want you to project to the future. You riding down Broad Street oh. on a float, oh. a WIP float, oh. okay? Oh, we're spending and money the- now. <laughs> no, I got to tell you, I'm practicing my wave right now, Joe. Uh, 
That's nice. I've been practicing this. That's on both sides of the street. Both sides. I'm waving to all the people. They've already told me. We did it. No, Joe, when I get past the art museum, they're going to keep driving into the uh, Delaware River. No, that's those are duck boats. Is that the Schuylkill? That's the Schuylkill. Into the Schuylkill River, and the last thing you'll hear from me is glub, glub, glub. (laughs) Angelo, what I want you to do is my word. All right, what's your word, Joe? Believe. Believe. Uh, oh wow, that's a good word. Feeling some doubt in you, Joe. I like the word believe. Did you? Was it yeah. hard for you to come up? You really believe, don't you, Joe? I really believe. This is this is it. This is it. We have the best team. You got to understand facts. I'm not going to argue with you, debate you, or even give you an opinion. Okay. Here are the facts. We have a top five offense. We have a top five defense. <laughs> We have the executive of the year, and we have the MVP quarterback. Wow. It's, the stars are lined up. You do believe, Joe, and I love I your attitude. You are my 100. favorite caller so far today, Joe. We're going to Alrighty, take your Joe. word. Stay right there. Stay right there. I, uh, I, oh, I do. I, I, by the way, if you didn't know, Joe DeCameron and John Ritchie are coming in. Okay. And I just saw his name pop up on the board. I will ask Joe and John mm-hmm. the futures of Eagle Shirley, mm-hmm. Will of God, mm-hmm. Butch from Maniunk, mm-hmm. and all the other regulars, because ultimately they will decide if they want those people calling in on a regular basis the way they have here. Mm-hmm. Jason from the Dirty 30 out, pep talks before big games. Mm-hmm. Is that era ending? Mm-hmm. It is? Yeah. <laughs> they can go on your podcast about TV. No, if I were you, I'd give no, them your phone number. We're not uh, doing guests on our TV oh, thing. Rhea, it's Rhea and I. Rhea. Why don't you bring them over every Saturday for a yard sale? No, I'm not doing a yard sale. I'm not doing it, Al. I'd come over for that. <laughs> no. You might see me again after a couple of weeks. No, you know, my on the way home yesterday, yeah. Gail said, how many of the people that you're a part of will you be a part of when you're retired? Yeah. yeah. And I went through the list. I said, I will still be in regular communication with my close friend, Rhea. I expect yeah. that. Yeah. I will be talking a lot to Wector because yeah, no. he's got a great memory and he's going to give me things that I forgot when I'm <laughs> writing this memoir. Oh, you're going to write a book. That's I mean, true. Yeah. Yeah, he nice. will help you. Al, I'm not sure I'll be talking to Al much. All right. <laughs> and Jonesy, I don't think I'll ever see Jonesy. Again. No. Well, you watch, you watch hockey. You'll see him. I don't watch hockey. Well, you, then you'll never you see need him. To talk, you can talk through Al to me, but do not talk directly to me. <laughs> you can go that. Sundays to the, the bedazzled St. John there with Shirley every Sunday. No, it's beloved St. Beloved. John. It's not bedazzled. And, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll be honest with you. Shirley has my number. I'll be t- I'll yes. be. T- I may have more communication with a caller. Than I do with my co-host of 31 years. Yeah. You'll be doing your own show from home over the phone. <laughs> I'm not doing With the, your regulars. Yeah. Yeah. 8 o'clock, I'll start taking phone calls on a Monday <laughs> They're morning. They're not going to know where to call after you leave. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to call me at home? Yes. I'm going to be paid nothing and talking gonna, to them on my couch? Yeah, I'm going to record a gimme one for you that you can play whenever they call you at home. Yeah. Gimme one. You and Butch and Sea Isle with a then metal why, detector. Why did I just stay then? At least they're uh, paying me now. Gimme one. Yeah, there's nothing left, Bill. 215-592-949. If we come back, I am dropping. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it's 824 right now. Ava's here. Ava, give us a final read on question number one and question number two. All right, brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Looking to buy or lease a new Silverado? Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. What worries you the most about the Giants-Eagles playoff game on Saturday night? 46% hurts his health. All right, let's go to a new question. Who needs to retire as soon as possible? Tom Brady, Jason Peters, Al Michaels, Jerry Jones, and Jonesy's pointing at you. Jonesy's pointing at me. I have not a choice here. It's already been done. I have already announced my retirement. Oh, you're leaving? Uh, uh, I would (laughs) like you to hear something, Al. Al Michaels is just getting annihilated (laughs) for his performance. He should be. Was it bad? That was an awful broadcast. I thought it was a preseason game. It was Tony Dungy was brutal, too. It was a terrible broadcast. And a lot of people have been trolling him on the internet, including our own Joe Wechter. Joe Wechter, producer, recalled the greatest moment of Al Michaels' career, the miracle on ice, and then uh, he uh, used some creative editing to include Al's more recent work. Let's listen. Here we go. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. But there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field. But there's a penalty marker. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awful. Right Al, he got crushed. He uh, was awful. It was terrible. Yeah. And then he got mad when uh, they asked him about it, and he called it internet Compost. Well, which is poop. Yeah. Well, that, that was, was the producer's last game, right? Oh, Fred man. Yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I now am going to. This will be such interesting information. Mm-hmm. It would not shock me if it changes the odds Ooh. in Vegas. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, I monitor this stuff 
more closely than any talk show host in America. Or should. Because I once had a communication with Mr. Tim Donahue, the crooked NBA mm. rock. He was on our show. And he told us that leagues control outcomes by who they assign as officials to the game. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the official, the head referee, Saturday night here at Lincoln Financial Field mm-hmm. is Mr. Cleet Blakeman. Yay! Cleet Blakeman has done 14 Eagles games in the past. Okay. What's his record? The record the Eagles have when Blakeman is officiating. 13 and 1. Nice. <laughs> I'm not done. Well, Al, the week. Cleet Blakeman did a very recent Eagles game. Do you know who they faced? The Giants. The, the Giants. Giants. Where, where was the game played? Meadowlands, oh. 48-22. Yeah, when they stopped trying. Do you want to know what game got the fewest penalties on the Eagles this year? What that game? One. That game. <sighs> Two penalties, grand total, nine yards. Ooh. Load up. Uh, Al? The significance of the information I just gave. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> Who do we play the next week? <laughs> Jonesy. It's the best. No, no, you I gotta let it. this I you do. gotta I... let this sink in. All right. This is a league saying we're gonna put Cleet Blakeman on that game. They know the records. Yes, they do. They understand the record. Yes. When the Giants up in the Meadowlands found out Cleet Blakeman was doing the game, the very same guy that presided over the complete annihilation of the Giants in their lowest moment of the season, they were not pleased. Correct. When the word hit the Novacare complex here, high fives. Cartwheels. High five. High five. High five. Rhea, the significance. Brilliant work by you. All right, the, line just, the line just moved, <laughs> Ange. Did it move? Yeah. Because I know when I said it, I was moving yeah, a little. Yeah, but see, Ange, here's the problem. It so, moved so me a bit. He called the fewest uh, penalties, right? Yes. Well, now what's the thing that you went off on yesterday? Expand it, review? Yep. Uh, you know, oh. Oh, but Mike can they do that? His... No, but they only do it when there is a penalty So call. there is a penalty. Okay. So they, well, they're not going to yeah. call a penalty that a flag wasn't down There'd on. There'd be a shock. Something bad would happen. They'd call down from New York. No, I could Rhea, see that happening. Rhea, they picked the official with the Eagles' best winning percentage. That is more than interesting. It is fascinating. And it indicates to me, Al, what? that Roger Goodell needs more of Jalen Hurts. Uh, well, I like Jalen with the Tony the Tiger, man. He's doing a good ad. No, I'm, I'm on something. I know. I'm into something interesting. No, well, don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's emotion. Can I say? I'm you wanted say, emotion from him. We got it. You want to know the best thing about retiring? Yes. <laughs> I won't be dealing with that jackass anymore. None of us will. <laughs> oh, I'm stuck with him. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you're still yeah, stuck with him with the hawk. for five more years. <laughs> Randy's I mean, I think, didn't I? Didn't I? Um, Roger get in trouble last? Did he flip off the crowd last night before the game? Roger Goodell? Yeah. Roger Goodell flipped off Minnesota? the crowd? That minute, where was it? I think it was in Minnesota, but I wasn't sure it was Why? him. Because he was so far. Somebody was yelling at him? Somebody yelled something at him. Roger Goodell flipped off I don't know if he flipped fan? him up, but he did something. Well, that, could you find no, out he could before never you that. give it? I'll ask he Tony the Tiger. He could have done that. <laughs> <Jackass>. <laughs> Randy's on the line. I'm not going to miss out. I'm just saying that. Randy's here. Hi, Randy. Let's go, Bart. 
Randy, the guy doing the game, the Eagles are thirteen and one with. How great is that? It's going to be greater when it's fourteen and one, baby. Yeah. Oh, that, now I'm pretty sure of it. What are you feeling right now, Randy? I'm feeling. You know what I'm feeling, man? Right. I am feeling. Hmm? The hell's wrong with? <laughs> He's doing something. What are you doing, Randy? What What's are you doing there? there, Randy? I'm not yeah. sure. I want you to describe what you're doing when you say you're feeling something. I had it the whole time. I've been on hold for two hours. Damn it! All right. Well, Randy, just tell me something. What are you doing at eight fifteen on Saturday? I'll be at the game. You're going to win the tickets. <laughs> I'm going to win a ticket. He's working. All right. Uh, you're working out, Randy. Give me your, your word. Not my word? Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot it. <laughs> I can. Oh, my God. <laughs> Randy. Randy, just call back. It's about a two-hour wait right now. I You'll heard, get right on. I heard the first 30 um, seconds of his call. I'm not surprised. No, I got to tell you something. No one's called in today with this. I need you to give me somebody listening right now has a conflict at 8.15 yes. on Saturday. Yes. You guys I have, have a hockey game. I will be watching yeah. the Eagles game on my iPad doing the Flyers game. I will not leave the airwaves this morning mm-hmm. until I have heard somebody who has a wedding to go to, who has a sports banquet, who is going to see Conklin. Oh, yeah. No I one's need wa- some- <laughs> Shut They'll up. be waiting a while for that guy. I want to talk to somebody who is dealing here with a serious conflict. What if you have a church choir you sing in and they're meeting at 730? You, you have laryngitis. I need to hear somebody <laughs> dealing with a conflict. Now, while we're waiting for that, I would like to introduce to you a spokesman for the city of uh, Manhattan, uh, Al, right in New York City. <laughs> His name is Christopher. Huh? He is known as the Mad Dog. Good. Hi, Mad Dog. All right. I'd just like to say directly to you, I've been saying it all week. Right. right. Uh, Mad Dog, your city stinks. My city? Why don't you look at what I Philly's a dump. I mean, I don't know if you've been up in the Northeast lately, but somebody looks like somebody dropped a bomb up there. All right, New York is full of dirt bags. They don't pick up their trash. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Manhattan is one of the cleanest big cities in America. Everybody knows it. The new mayor's doing a tremendous job. Much better mayor than you got down there in Philly. All right, we are not talking about politics in Philadelphia, Chris. Kenny is a disgrace. You don't want the job, Jim, and nobody wants you either. My brother Fred Mike agrees with me. Right, Mikey? I... Once again, we can't, can't hear, hear Fat Mike. Mike. I yeah, don't Mike. know what's going I on. Christopher. All right, there hold on. Right All right, Chris, what about George Santos? New York huh? elected him, and he's a liar. I, I just talked to Santos yesterday, Angelo. He said he loves your show. He lied about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about booing Santa Claus. Hell, you people booed, booed the Pope when he was at town. What do you expect? We didn't know what he was saying. He spoke another language. Yeah, and I'm still sacrilegious. Your Liberty Bell's got a big crack in it. What happened? Did somebody shoot it? Yeah, right. There's no crime in New York, Chris. Silly people, they eat scrapple. Who eats food with the word crap right in the middle of it? No wonder your breath smells. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, you people stink from head to toe. How about that? that? Your whole city smells like ass. Ah, that's right, Angelo. This is an atrocious city for a living. 
and you don't have to pretend you like it much longer. I get the hell out of there the day after you retire. All right, that's it, Chris. I'm letting you go. I don't like you. Michael, Mike approves. I was merely reading wow. a script there. I did harsh. not come up on my own with the term smells like ass. That, is that, that was not me. That was Conklin scripting. I would just like to inform <laughs> management I had nothing to do with the script. <laughs> See Joe Conklin's comedy show. Uh, Rhea, that Conklin is going to be appearing with the same type of material. Not with that kind of material. On the new WRC <laughs> Since <laughs> <laughs> Conklin's comedy show at the Holy Rosary Regional School. Oh, yeah. Holy Rosary! Let me just smells say, like ass. <laughs> does not smell like you ass at all. You cannot say that. Now, Al. take that back. That's that's Conklin. There goes that five-year deal. Al. Right? Al, there needs to be breathing room between those two words, please, oh, in the future. God. Even <laughs> the pews smell good at Holy Rosary. Sit in your own. <laughs> It's Influence <laughs> Meeting on February 4th. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. <laughs>
You know, one of the things about the Giants over the last number of years when they've been pretty bad is I've always thought that they've had some pretty good players, but I've never thought they were a well-coached team. And that goes back to McAdoo, Shermer, certainly with Judge. Uh, they were always a team that would do stupid things at the wrong moments and get yeah. themselves beat. They don't do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. They don't beat themselves. Now, you can go out and pound them the way the Eagles did up at the Meadowlands and beat them on the square, but they're not going to beat themselves with stupid penalties, blown coverages. They're past that now. If you're going to beat them, you're going to have to go beat them yourself. All right, well, th- this is the thing. So is that why Jones looks so much better? Because of the coaching? Yes, 100%. That is it, right? That is what did it. 100%. So he was always good, but now he's got coaches that make you see how good he is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, John Mara, the owner of the Giants, made one of the most truthful statements an NFL owner will ever make at the end of last, at the end of last season. He said, we have done everything possible to screw this kid up. <laughs> Since the day we drafted wow. him. Yeah. And, and he is he is a hundred percent right. They have. With the coaches, with the players they put around them, with the system they put in, um, they have. I always thought I thought that they drafted him a little high at number six. I didn't see him quite that, but I thought he was a good quarterback that needed some development. He got none of that under the other coaching staffs. He's getting it now, and that's why I thought, wait to see what happens now when Dable gets his hands on him. Because because Dable he really made the difference in Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, you, you, when Josh Allen came out of Wyoming, he was a very, very talented but very raw quarterback. And Brian Dable taught him how to play the position. And now look at Josh Allen. So I felt like you get that same kind of coaching expertise working with a kid like Danny Jones, I think he could turn into something. And you're certainly seeing it. And he played his very best game in Minnesota. That's I the know. best game he ever played. I was trying to figure out what scares me more about him, the way he throws the ball now or the way he runs. Because he, can, he can run powerfully, right? Yeah. What he, is a bigger weapon for him? Um, <clears throat> the fact that he can do both. Yeah. The fact that he can do both. And the fact that you have to play him with his ability to do both. I mean, one of the things that they showed early in that game, which was, again, a, symbol, a, a sign of really good coaching, was they came out in the first half and they ran a lot of zone read stuff where he just faked the handoff, tucked the ball, and he ran it. They ran that a lot in the first half just to make the Vikings aware of it. And then in the second half, once they had set everything up, they didn't go back to it. He just became a pure pocket passer. But the fact is the fact they showed you that they could do it, and then once they showed you you could do it, you had to play it whether they went back to it or not. Ray, this is a hard job I have. I just realized now because I have just been listening for the last half hour to an incredibly confident Keith Jones. Mm-hmm. Jonesy feels that this game will not be that close and that the Eagles will handle things rather easily. I do. Now, you've heard him yep. voice some concerns. No, I, I, Did I, that build in concerns no, you have? No, no, I don't have any concerns. Tell Jonesy about it. why you don't well, you feel Ray. very confident. Well, so tell uh, Ray. To me, the health of the Eagles is extremely important. The mm-hmm. fact that they've had the break matters. The fact that the Eagles are on a sh- or the Giants are on a short week. The fact that some players were banged up for them in the game, all points to a very easy Eagles win for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that- and and it could play out that way because if you just look at the two teams, you look at the two rosters in terms of how they match up. It is a good matchup for the Eagles, but what worries me is the fact that the Giants are coming off. Clearly their best game of the year. They played really good. They did. Um, They are buying into, in a big way, what the Eagles bought into in 2017, which is this whole underdog thing. Nobody gives us any credit. You know, everybody thinks we're going to lose. We're the the underdogs in every game. And as silly as that sounds, it works. 
it can work. And it certainly worked for the Eagles in 2017 because it helped them win a Super Bowl. And the Giants are, are, are thumping the same drum right now. Um, there's been a lot of talk about playing a team, trying to beat a team three times in one year, how much of a problem that is. I think that part of it's a little overstated. I yeah. mean, if you look back in the history of it, not true. I mean, the 49ers, true. they had beaten Seattle twice, and they didn't seem to have a whole big deal or problem Saturday. Uh, and if you go back to 1970 when the leagues merged and modern football kind of became modern football, the, this situation, a team having won two regular season games, then having to play the team again in the playoffs – 15 of the 24 times, that team has won all three games. See, the stats don't build in they this don't. idea that you can't win three times. No. They keep using this, but it's really not supported not, by fact. No, no history, history would yeah. indicate. I mean, everybody talks about that, but if right. you look at the numbers, it's not really true. And I think you saw with San, with San Francisco and Seattle. You know what? Yep. If one, maybe one team's just that much better than the other team. All right, since we're talking history, all right, I'm going to ask you this, hoping you give me the answer I want. Final four. Who do you think's the final four this season in the NFL? Because we'll decide that next weekend. Right. Final four. I'd, I'd be very surprised if it were anything other than Kansas City, Buffalo. Okay. And Philadelphia, San Francisco. All right. However, if the Cowboys were to beat San Francisco, mm-hmm. how cool would it be <laughs> to have Eagles, Cowboys, NFC Championship game. We're going back to Vermeil, mm-hmm. right? We're going back to Wilbert Montgomery. Wow. That was 80. Was that 80, 81, right? Jan- January of 81. January of 81. How amazing would it be? They, the Eagles have never faced the Cowboys since then in a game that big, right? That no, was not, the biggest. Not a championship game, no. Right? How, what would that mean to the two cities if the Eagles face the Cowboys when it goes to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I was... Brian Baldinger and I were having this very conversation about a month ago, and Brian used the perfect term. He said, if it comes down to an Eagles-Cowboys-NFC championship game, it would be epic. Yeah. So if they- <laughs> and, and, I, and I said, you know what? I think you're right. But with those two teams playing a championship game again in this city, it would be epic. No, but really, Ray, you don't really root. You're, I know you're an Eagle down below, but you are <laughs> an analyst of the game. If the Eagles win Saturday night, are you going to root for the Cowboys to beat the Niners for that scenario? Would that not be the greatest? Oh, it would. It would. you got to root for the best matchup, the most fun, right? It's Eagles-Cowboys. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. I, I mean, to me, there's such great history yep. in Eagles-Cowboys and there's such yep. great emotion. I mean, the biggest, you're playing a championship game in your own stadium. I mean, there's tremendous yep. emotion anyway. Yep. But then you th- throw in the fuel of the history of Eagles-Cowboys. That on top of it, that's about as good as it gets. And here is perfect timing. My next caller represents the Cowboys, no, Lamont. No. Hi, Lamont. Hey, good morning, Angelo. Wasn't it a good win last night, Angelo? Hold oh, on a minute, God. Lamont. How oh, about oh, Eagles-Cowboys NFC hey, Championship game? Would you enjoy that, Lamont? Angelo, I would enjoy it the most, Angelo. I'll tell you, I would love it. That would be the biggest draw. NFL could make the biggest money off oh. of both teams, and that's what they want, Angelo. You know it, and I know it. Well, that, you know what? Best okay, so let me just ask you. Do you think this is the Cowboys' year, Lamont? Is this it? I think so, Angelo. 
As low, and I was so emotional yesterday with Gail speaking last night. Yeah. Yesterday, I wasn't going to call you today. It's very I emotional. I'm going to let you ride it out. Right. I was very emotional, Angelo. I understand. You, See, you I'll, even good, he was shedding tears. Yep. Yeah, I cried, Angelo, yesterday. I listened to the whole show. He cried out. That's why he cried. Yeah, he listened yeah. to the whole show. <laughs> That'll make anybody cry. <laughs> no, that will not make hey, anyone hey, cry. Hey, that hey, is not what he's saying at all. Hey, it's on, bad, Al. Lamont. It's bad. <laughs> all right, so it's going to be bad. Hey, Josie, seven and a half you going against? Oh, oh yeah. I can't wait. All right, so Ten Lamont, more. hold on. Yeah. Who do you think is at more risk this weekend, the Eagles or the Cowboys? The Eagles. The quarterback no, is still hurt, Angelo. Hey, hold on. Ray's sitting no, here. Ray, Ray, do you Ray, think that Ray. you think the Cowboys have a better chance to beat the Niners than the Eagles have a beat uh, than the Giants have a beat the Eagles? Well, who's got a tougher row, Ray Denninger? Um no, I think I think the Cowboys do. The Cowboys do, Lamont. You're in trouble. It's gonna hey. be bad. <laughs> hey, Angelo, not gonna be bad, as I'm telling you. I think I think Hurts is more hurt than what people thinking he is. Oh really? And and he can't throw that ball the long way. I'm telling you, Angelo, it's gonna be problems. All right, Lamont. Uh listen, Lamont, would you like a chance to win these tickets? And no, nah, not really, Angelo. Good, because you're not you know. <laughs> oh, no, he, didn't. All right, right. <laughs> he knew he did lead me to the question. Yeah. Hurts is hell. What you read? You covered sports for a long time. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling about how how much he'll be able to give on Saturday night? That's the um, that's the million dollar question. That's it's the big the, one. That's that's I don't want to say it's the only one, but it's certainly the biggest one. Yeah, um, because you know everybody's been saying for the last couple of weeks, you know who, what would be the best matchup for the Eagles? What would be the toughest matchup for the Eagles? And my feeling all along is it's not so much about who they're playing; it's about who they are. Yeah, right now. I mean, if the Eagles can, if the Eagles can, if Hertz is healthy, and Lane Johnson can play, and they can get back to the team that beat the Giants the first time around. They were the best team in the NFL by far, and nobody could beat them. Yeah. If they, if you, if you had that team in the playoffs now, to me, I don't. Nobody's going to stop them. Nobody's going to stop them. Nobody in this conference. Nobody in the other conference. But the question is, can they be that team again? Because so much changed in Chicago. So much changed after that game. So can he be that player now? He's had five weeks, right? Yeah. He played one game. He didn't seem to get more injured. Can he be Hurts on Saturday night? I wish I could tell you with great confidence that I feel that. I don't know. Not sure. I mean, I, I feel a little bit about what Lamont said, is that the injuries has, right from the jump, been worse than anybody was saying. They keep calling it a sprained shoulder. I think it's worse than that. I mean, I'm, going, I'm going to Jones. Here. Here's what I, what I would say. No, no matter what it is, it's never going to feel better than it will during that game. Whatever they can do for him is going to be done. They've got to win that playoff game, and he has to play well. Oh, sure. They're gonna. He is going to be feeling no pain oh. when he steps on that field. Jonesy is very dynamic today. He won't. Very dynamic. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think what Keith says is true. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the doctors and trainers will do everything they can to get Hurts to – Feeling like he can play, yes. But then becomes the, then becomes the question of how do the coaches call the game? How much risk are they willing to put him at? Yeah. Because uh, I went back and I looked at that last Giants game, the game that he played with the injured shoulder. He actually threw the ball okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody talks about that. He, oh, he looked wait. Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought he threw the ball. He, he was behind on a couple of slants, but not a big deal. He actually threw the ball okay. Yep. The bigger issue is. 
how willing will he be to run and how willing will the coaches be to allow him to run? Because his ability and his threat as a runner is really what opens up the yeah, rest that, of the offense. Well, Jonesy's saying they're going to let him loose. And he has to run. He has to the, run. The, the it's, it's the season. Uh, would be at risk of losing the yep. game if his feet are not involved. you got to do it. It's going to be interesting, especially early, to see if he does it. Yes. 215-592-9490. Ray, don't go anywhere. Joe DeCamry, John Ritchie are coming in now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try something insane here. I don't know if Joe's decided if he's bringing my people as callers onto the show after I leave. Okay. I'm going to have will of God make a public appeal to remain on the show with Joe. Uh, Rhea is going to have her own opinion on this, but Joe and John... Maybe Will can win them over yep. with his basic logic. Yeah. Yeah, his, his, I don't have time to do a transcript. You don't want to miss this, folks. No. You, you don't do want to miss this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.